guys. We are Collar and Elbow Wrestling, and we are back once again talking the lead up to SummerSlam. I am Kenny Oak, and with me is you know my esteemed colleague, my tag team partner, my the the rock to my sock, really, uh, Chris Harris. I take offense to that. I would be the rock in this situation. You look much more like Mick Foley. So. Uh, I don't know if you heard me. I said you are the rock to my sock. Okay, so good. You're well, an idiot. Maybe you're right. And, and I'm just driving the point home then, you idiot. Yeah, you so are, You are stupid. Yeah, well, you are. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Really yeah, got, got him. me there. Got him. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, anyway, yes, we're here. Lead up to SummerSlam, bubs. It's on Sunday. Are, NXT's on Saturday. I'm ready. That, yes. Uh, I'm glad you bring up that NXT is on Saturday because, honestly, I am probably, even though I haven't been following the lead up to mm. TakeOver Brooklyn, I'm probably more excited about the in-ring work going on there than what we're going to be seeing at SummerSlam. Yeah, you can nearly count on the fact that we're going to see better matches out of Brooklyn than we will for most of the long card that is SummerSlam. So there, you'll have a little bit of both. If you, if you like both events, you're going to have much better action on Saturday, a lot more storyline and bigger names, of course, on Sunday. So a big weekend anyway. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of wrestling to mull over and sift through and review and talk about through this weekend. And you say it's going to be a long long card on SummerSlam. It's only going to be about eight hours. <laughs> eight, nine hours-ish. So it's, it's not going to be that long. <laughs> it's supposed to be six with the pre-show. Oh, so, God. The pre-show is going to be two hours. Like, yeah, they're, they're marketing the fact that SummerSlam is going to be four goddamn hours long. But if you're a, a mark for some people, you're going to watch the pre-show and not the rest of the card, considering the match work. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little later, cool. but I am not pleased with the pre-show and there are some things that I would definitely prefer seeing on the pre-show than what we are going to get. We're going to get three very solid matches oh, yeah. on the pre-show. Now, you know, what, what are your plans for the weekend? How do you plan on celebrating SummerSlam weekend? Uh, with the wife's permission, of course. Okay. She absolutely. Intends, she intends to watch both. Um, Brooklyn and SummerSlam with me, most of the cards. Good for her. And, of course, there is a, work, there, there's a little one running around, so there's going to be distractions, but I will be putting yes. in every effort to watch all of Brooklyn and then most of what I care about for SummerSlam. So I, I plan to be sitting on the couch, bubs, with some good drink in hand, watching the tube. Uh, see, uh, my weekend's going to be a little different. Uh, don't have one, don't have booze. Here in Afghanistan, Fact. Uh, I don't have a couch that mm. I'll be sitting on. I'll be uh, laying in my luxurious uh, twin-size bed, good, uh, watching it on my huge big-screen laptop. Make sure you spread uh, out then if you got all that room. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll make sure to really explore the space here in this room. Uh, probably won't get to watch NXT live, which is kind of a bummer. I'll be mm. watching that late, but I will be watching that. But I will be watching for sure SummerSlam live because I specifically chose. We have half days that uh, we've worked into our schedule, and I specifically chose for Sundays to be my half day, so that way I can fully dedicate it, dedicate those days to wrestling when there's a pay per view, quite like we're gonna have this weekend. That's great work on your part, because this is this is SummerSlam, Bubs. It should be the second biggest card of WWE's year. So it's it is long, it is big, but will it uh, will it pay off in the end? Do you think? Just in general. In general, that main event has a has huge, absolutely astronomical potential to make SummerSlam worth it. Uh, but the rest of the card. I'm just not I'm, – I'm not feeling a lot of the cards just because there's not a lot of buildup to much of the matches here. Some of right. the matches were just – really just thrown together in these last couple weeks. Right, like Orton Rusev, Big Show, Cass, Finn Balor, Wyatt, 
Cena, Corbin. There's those aren't really even big of Cesaro, Sheamus, and Ambrose yeah. and Rollins. That was made on Monday night. So and these feuds are they're not really in depth. I mean, there's good the talents there. I love Orton and Rusev, sure, but I mean, if you're not caring about the feud that goes with it in a WWE storyline, the whole thing could fall flat for you. Absolutely, and really, the only matches that are being built, one is on the pre-show, and that's the mm-hmm. New Day. Uh, versus the Usos. Uh, actually, both two are on the pre-show. The Cruiserweight title match has been getting a decent enough build, uh, but really the main match that WWE has put all of their money into has the main event, which is mm-hmm. the Universal Championship Fatal 4-Way with Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Smojo, and Braun Strowman. And uh, first, before we get into the card, really, I want to discuss... The two go-home shows that we saw this week between Raw and SmackDown, uh, with yeah. Raw being Raw being a pretty solid show, I think Raw was definitely better this week than SmackDown. But SmackDown did have some some okay moments. Yeah, both shows were, were pretty good. I think good enough for that that term go-home show right before a major pay-per-view. But both of them had something significant happen that kind of threw off what all the internet was thinking was going to happen at SummerSlam, as well as the stuff we talked about on our previous show last week, Bubs. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll get into my my sort of right prediction, but just completely failed timing of it. Uh, but for Raw in general, we had a couple things that we you know, really weren't expecting. Uh, a lot of matches, kind of SummerSlam matches that were given to us, the week before on Raw, like with Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt having a one-on-one singles match with your boy, Bray Wyatt, going over squeaky clean mm. over Finn Balor. Yeah, I'm not uh, into and that then, feud, man, at all. I told you last week, it's just so forced. It, it is, and then what, what are your thoughts on what happened after the match? And of course, after the match, uh, Bray Wyatt gave Finn Balor... It was kind of reminiscent of the brood with their bloodbath, but instead of like the lights going off and then coming back on and Finn's already, you know, got blood all over him, Bray's got a bucket yep. of whatever they tried calling it, some weird-ass name uh, that he just poured on Finn. It was weird, to say the least. It was, it was strange. It was Bray Wyatt-esque, I guess. It was odd, so that, I mean, that's great for his character, but... It, I don't know what it means. It has the is there some type of like passive meaning that we're supposed to be understanding or that we will understand at SummerSlam or afterwards? But what looked like gooey blood essentially, he poured all over Balor, and it was just odd. I don't understand it. I don't care for it. But it, it is what it is, Bubs. And then of course Balor afterwards goes and confronts uh, Kurt Angle, and he tells him, "Oh, I Bray Wyatt has his demons, but you know." I'll show him my demon, which 100% tells you sure. he's going to be in his demon get-up and face paint, body paint, all that. Yeah. Uh, not subtle at all. Absolute, in true WWE fashion, there is zero subtlety here. And Balor's the number one guy on the card who, at least top or mid-card guy, that I absolutely do not care about. So for him to be sucked into this with my, my dude, Bray Wyatt, it's just unfortunate, and I... I could care less. I'll probably skip over it, and then uh, we'll see where it goes after that, and hopefully it, en- hopefully it ends. Yeah, I am kind of looking forward to this feud ending. It's been going on for it's been going on for a while now, uh, with really no. There's not a lot of heat to it, and it's just not that interesting. And I'm really starting to sour on Bray Wyatt now. Uh, really <laughs> loved it when he won the WWE title at Elimination Chamber, which you were at. I was. You were actually there. Big pop um, for him. Yeah. And they just kind of, you know, failed from there. And Finn, I like Finn. Uh, I just, I don't love Finn. Uh, I definitely like him more than I like Ambrose. But mm-hmm. he's, he hasn't been benefited well when it comes to creative no and he got the the chance of being the first ever universal champion and since then obviously he got hurt which is really no fault to his own seth rollins but oh uh, okay brett since then he's Oof. um he's really just gotten some shit he's been he got in the, in the uh, number one contendership match for the universal championship since then but 
Aside from that, he's been kind of upper mid card, and I don't even care for him there. Yeah, it's very interesting where both of these guys are going to go after this match. Uh, but I think Bray Bray's really been booked really strong lately. Uh, he's been getting a lot of clean wins, so I think that trend will uh, hopefully continue for your boy Bray Wyatt, the leader of the Wyatt family. Uh, but yeah, I uh, will be glad when this feud is over. Uh, yeah, hopefully another... he can find himself to move to the top of the card again, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I think a lot of that depends on who wins the main event. Mm. But we'll definitely, it's definitely interesting. But another thing that uh, we saw on Raw was they moved the Cruiserweight Championship match from Survive, from, oh, excuse me, SummerSlam, getting ahead of myself a few months, uh, from SummerSlam to all of a sudden on Raw, uh, Titus O'Neil, you know, told Kurt Angle, oh, Boston's this great sports town. It would be much better if we did the championship match here instead of in uh, Brooklyn. Why wait for SummerSlam? That, that was kind of the theme of this, this Raw was why wait for SummerSlam? Yeah. And so you had Akira Tozawa versus Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship. And what well, was a pretty good match. Uh, they've been building up a lot of good chemistry with each other, and surprise, surprise, uh, much to all of our surprise, uh, Akira Tozawa actually came away with the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, big surprise, and it was super clean, too. The match was back and forth. Decent match, too, for sure. But he beat him clean with his his senton off the, the top rope and, <laughs> and a new champion the week before SummerSlam, so... This changed a lot of talk and a lot of prediction, of course, as we get into SummerSlam now that they'll have a rematch for this. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't expecting the title to be taken off of Neville just yet, and this opens up a uh, ton of possibilities. For Neville, uh, especially. Opinion. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I think he will chase the Cruiserweight title for a little bit. I'm kind of like giving away where my prediction's going for this mm, match. There you go. Get that later, but I definitely think see Neville. You know, he'll chase the cruiserweight title for a little bit, but I think WWE seeing that he is too good to just leave in that cruiserweight division. Especially since he's gone into this different heel persona when he started this King of the Cruiserweights thing a few months back. Now it has really worked for him, Bubs, and it has been it's been the the character to go along with his great in ring ability that I think has made him had given him all the tools. His his promo work still needs to develop, of course, but he's shown that he can he can compete with some guys I think in a higher category than others thought he could before. So it's great for him. Yeah, and in the past he's shown that he has the in ring ability to take on guys like Chris Jericho, uh, John Cena when he answered the US Open Challenge. Uh, he can put on great matches with these guys, but like you said, he didn't have the character to go with it. Uh, all he was was just this, you know, straight-faced, white-meat baby face mm -hmm. uh, with no character. And kind of where Apollo Crews is, right. uh, still is. But, you know, with this new King of the Cruiserweights persona that he's created, he's become definitely the best character on 205 Live and in the Cruiserweight division uh, in general. But just a character that can, you know, make it in the main roster, a guy who can go up against The Miz, uh, who, which I think that's where Neville's going to be going from here, is challenging The Miz for the IC title. Could you imagine those two? Mm. Uh, you know, you can kind of turn Neville face by you know having him with this heel persona, but going up against The Miz. I think the crowd would eat that up for sure. Yeah, it'll be great to see him if he can move up in the, into that echelon, because I think he's deserving of it, so... They should do it. They should try it because he's been successful in this cruiserweight land and been the top of that. So it's easy to say that he deserves a chance at it. And I really hope that's where they go too, is to put him up against someone like, like the Miz that'll challenge him with mic work, especially, and then see where he can go from there. All right, absolutely. And uh, yeah, just having having Neville. You know, now you've taken the cruiserweight title off of him. He, you have a chance to move him around and see where he can kind of fit with the rest of the main roster. I agree. So, I mean, we both agree that he's going to move on from this Cruiserweight title a little bit. So it was good for them uh, on, as a go-home show to do something like this to kind of kind of spark some interest into SummerSlam because a lot of the rivalries had been a little bit dull. So this was a surprise nonetheless, but I think it was smart. 
Yeah, it, it sparked some interest in the match at SummerSlam, but also it kind of sparked some interest in Raw uh, or SmackDown in general. Like, okay, so, you, you know, this wasn't expected. Raw still giving you something like, oh, I didn't expect this to happen. Uh, yeah. So now you're watch Raw for, you know, possibly more title changes or something that you didn't expect to happen, and it does happen. So maybe this will draw in. I mean, that that alone won't draw in new viewers, but maybe WWE will start to kind of experiment a little bit because Tazawa did get uh, a decent pop, a mild pop at yeah. least. It was, it was uh, there, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think they, they might start uh, getting a little more bold with their booking, hopefully, uh, in the coming future. Uh, another big moment that happened on Raw, probably my favorite segment of the entire night was the Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins segment. I know you're not too big on this, but I was definitely hot for it. And so was the crowd, and I recognized it for what it was. It had been, it felt like it had been something that had been a long time coming, even though it really hasn't. But for them to do the little show they did in the ring, the old fist bump, it was nice to see, and the crowd absolutely ate it up, bubs. Yes, they did. They were white, white hot for it. Uh, and it's something that's been teased for a few weeks. And I think this is probably some of the best booking that's been uh, going on uh, on Raw. It's just this tension that's been building up between Rollins and Ambrose. Uh, finally, you know, came to a head. They, you know, started brawling with each other. And then Sheamus and Cesaro come out and... You know, another group of another tag team that was put together, even though they they had nothing but animosity t- towards each other, and it worked for them. Uh, of course, Ambrose and Rollins have been tag teams, you know, champions before uh, with the Shield, but they came out same as uh, Sheamus and Cesaro beat up on Rollins and Ambrose, which kind of united Ambrose and Rollins, and it was like, look, we can beat ourselves up, but you can't come and try to beat one of us up. That's our job. Yeah, they, kind of, they literally fight kind of like brothers. Like they're going to fight each other, but no one else can hit them aside from them aside from themselves. So it's it's interesting that they they're deciding to to put them together in an official capacity like this because it brings together a lot of options. Especially if they were to win the Raw Tag Team Titles, and there's always going to be that possibility of does Roman join in some capacity? Do they turn against Roman in some capacity and and go against him or cause him to lose? Like that that that's going to draw attention. To the tag team, it's going to draw attention to the Raw tag team titles, which has been hit or miss since the brand split, Bubs. Yeah, the the Raw tag team titles haven't had a lot of luster behind them, uh, except for when the New Day were holding the titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I th- I think this this pairing of Ambrose and Rollins is going to be it's going to be very good for a little while. It's not going to be something that is sustained for too long. I do think they'll win the tag team titles uh, at some point uh, just because they're two huge names. And I was just talking about this uh, the other day with you. It's like I feel like WWE used to put these big names together and they would tag team and win the tag team titles. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, John Cena and HBK, Edge and Randy Orton. You know, just these random pairings. Uh, but, you know, of course this isn't a random pairing, but you have two main event guys that, you know, you're putting together to, I think, win the tag team titles at some point. And yeah. I think it's going to be uh, definitely definitely a good bit of booking that they've been doing. I think it's smart to use top guys like this because whoever they go up and face as far as other tag, tag team goes, they're going to draw more attention and get more spotlight onto whoever that opponent is. And that can kind of maybe get more crowd attention to certain tag teams that aren't really getting it. And then these tag teams like this, they don't stay together for too long. So even if they did win the, the tag titles, it's not something that they're going to sustain for a year because you really can't keep Seth Rollins out of the main event pitcher, I think, for too long. But it, it is smart because it, it gives you a lot of a lot of options. Yeah, and, the, and the, the title picture right now is very bloated. You've got some really big names at the top going after the title. So mm-hmm. this is a really good chance of keeping both Ambrose and Rollins in the upper echelon, but uh, not quite in the title picture just yet, just because you have you know four huge names at the top. Right. So it's good, to, it's good because it keeps them relevant, and it, it allows for people to still care about them and dream about the Shield, and they're going to have that aura going for a little while as well. So... 
it'll be there, bubs. Oh, absolutely. And uh, another interesting segment, you had the Big Cast Big Show segment where, uh, interestingly, the club comes out to aid Big Cast in beating up Big Show and breaking Big Show's wrist or hand or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they're calling it. Yeah, I guess typical heel face stuff there to bring the club out to, to join Big Cass. I mean, it was definitely random when it happened. I think that's easy to say. But um, I don't know, just a little added something to kind of add a, an extra piece into this rivalry going into SummerSlam with that and the shark cage and all the other yeah, shit that this is I am tired with, of so. these shark cage matches. This is the third one. Mm. Uh, in, under the WWE banner within the last year, you've had in NXT, you had Paul Ellering. Paul Ellering, yep. Uh Then Chris Jericho. <laughs> and, which that one was entertaining. I like the Jericho uh, one, yeah. Yes. This one's just going to be... I'm, I don't like Enzo. Yeah. I, I, I definitely like Cass, uh, but just Enzo, he, he's annoying. He annoys me. I'm not a big fan. Uh, you know I am a fan of the club. I love mm-hmm. me some Gallows and Anderson for a few years now. Yep. Uh, Which but, I think this is an easy way to get them onto the card because they're not going to be in a match of any sort here at SummerSlam, but I think they'll make some type of an appearance in this match so that they can show a little face on the SummerSlam card because they're supposed to be, a, you know, the, the, I guess, the best heel tag team that goes on Raw, but we don't see them too consistently. No, which is a shame because now it looks like they're booking the Revival, who we both love the Revival, yeah. uh, booking them as the top heel team. But the Revival, they, they really need some work on the mic. Um, well, they're out again they're, because of another injury, so we're not going to see them for a bit again. It's unfortunate. Which absolutely sucks because they are, in my opinion, the best pure tag team that the WWE has oh, yeah. seen in maybe over in a, a decade. While. Their, their, their in-ring work is, is crazy good, but... They're also trash, if you ask Cody Rhodes, so it's really hit or miss <laughs> on your opinion of that. So it'll, I think the club will make an appearance in this match, but again, this is something I do not care about. I don't care about this rivalry. I think Cass will develop. I'm big, I think he's got crazy potential, but he is still so green. But oh, big, big Show, I think, has been helping him and will help him and, and will lead to some bigger stuff for Cass down the road. Yes, uh, big future for Cass. Absolutely, no not pun for intended. Enzo. Yeah, not for Enzo though. Yeah, not for Enzo. That at dude's all. got too uh, much heat backstage, and he he might yes. be without a job soon. So we will see though. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, just because his promo work is good doesn't mean uh, that'll that's not going to serve him for too long. Anyway, something. Uh, last thing. Oh, oh, go on. Oh, I was going to mention a quick thing that you and I both easily called last week when we discussed this. The lead up to this last RAW was how we were 110% certain Sasha Banks was going to win her match <laughs> yes. to face Alexa Bliss. So that happened, and it was clean. Yeah. Oh, clean. Like, and, and the ending sequence was and pretty a cool. Good, a pretty good ending. I liked it. I like seeing Nia's been built up super strong, right? And deservingly so. I think she's got pretty good potential once she grows a little bit more. But they had Sasha tap her, Bubs. How do you feel about that? Well, this isn't the first time that mm. uh, Sasha has tapped out Nia Jax mm. for a chance to face the WWE Women's, the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, so, not too surprised by that. Uh, they seem to keep building Nia up until it gets to a point where she's about to be able to challenge for the title, and then you know they have her lose the match. You know, yeah. whether it's to it seems to always be to Sasha Banks, but you know. Sasha Banks, Bailey, you know Charlotte. She, she loses in those big matches because you know they know that she's not quite ready yet, but they still want to have her right there. But yeah, I like spot. I like how they booked her because she came in with this, just a storm of power and started running over people, and she shows that she can compete with some of these top women uh, in the women's division. But to get, I think it's good to put her in that like semifinal bracket of everything she does. If you get what I'm saying, like she just can't quite get to that championship round. And in this case, we knew she wasn't going to face Alexa because they've been they've had this kind of passive aggressive friendship in a way. Yeah. They've been helping each other, so we knew it wasn't going to come to this. But there's an opportunity here for Nia to maybe screw Alexa out of the championship opportunity here. Oh, absolutely, that is a huge possibility. But I I don't think there's going to be any outside interference for that match. Okay. I think it's just going to be a straight, 
you know, Bliss Banks match. And really this that one's hard to call because, you know, they've booked Sasha, you know, pretty strongly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is she's a three time raw women's champion already. Yeah. And so, uh, there's definitely a lot of I think there's some good potential for this match. I don't think there's gonna be any kind of outside interference, but you could be right. They could be building something like Nia Jax comes out to screw over Sasha, but also to kind of continue that passive uh, relationship mm-hmm. she has with Alexa Bliss. Okay, so there's good stuff there, potential at least. I'll pay a little bit of attention to it because I like Alexa. I know you're not a big fan uh, of the women's mm, divisions. I, I'm not, but I will try and I will give it every opportunity. I promise. And I appreciate that. That's okay. all I ask for. Yes. Uh, last thing I want to talk about with Raw. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to bring up, is the uh, main event segment, but where you know you have all the players come to the ring, you know, do their last, you know, hurrah promos. Paul Heyman cuts his typical, uh, "I'm Paul Heyman, I'm the greatest yep. with the mic of all time." Absolutely. Uh, you know, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman come out, don't really give long promos. And then Range just comes out and just he's just, I'm going to hurt people. Yep. Which I think is a great way to book Roman. You know, he doesn't say anything. He just comes out and spears Samoa Joe. And the crowd half boos and half cheers him to death. He got the biggest reaction, just as big as Brock's, I'd say, when the music hit. So Roman's the top guy, man. People need to quit ignoring he him. Is. I he like, absolutely is. I like the ending of the segment more than I liked, even though, I mean, I did like Paul Heyman's promo, but... The uh, the face off with Brock and and Strowman and having everybody in the ring trying to hold these two back it was again they're putting Braun in that opportunity there Bubs with Braun is so good with the guy with Brock Lesnar so they're giving Braun every opportunity man absolutely oh man uh, Braun is so good he has grown so much in such a short amount of time he has become just the the beast like like the monster you know this monster guy that is just gonna crush jobbers like Mm -hmm. their freaking beer cans and he's turned into this extremely charismatic and uh powerful uh decent in-ring work but just his character work has been phenomenal uh throughout this last year he's really grown into this could be one of the greatest uh, WWE natural creations that they've had uh, in as long as I can remember. Yeah, and with Braun, I, I don't mean this to sound demeaning. I mean this in a very positive way. His character for him is very easy because it's almost himself. He just gets to act like this. It's probably how he acts in the gym when he's throwing ridiculous weight, right? So yeah. he's just in there being himself. And from if you look at him six months ago, if you look at him the day he came in as a Wyatt and look at how much he has grown, it's it's really fast and it is tremendous. So I hope this is only the beginning, Bubs, because if he can cut some better promos, if he can improve in the ring and get better flow, we're looking at a, a, an amazing creation, to say the least. And the thing about Braun is that he's taking the time to learn, to become better in the ring, on the mic... Uh, seeing like videos of him outside of the ring, he he's just a an he seems like such a funny and just awesome guy to be around. Like yeah. he doesn't take himself too seriously. He's just he he's just like he he's the guy you want as you know your best friend because he he'll be fun to hang around and you know that if push came to shove, he's going to be kicking all the ass. Yeah, I love it. I think, and then putting him up against Brock like that, the way they did, was was smart. Just to see how the crowd the crowd takes it, to see how well Braun oh, they love ha- it handles it. So it's like I said, he's getting every opportunity. So if this is just the beginning, which I hope it is, we'll see a lot more of Braun to to come. And it was a pretty good segment there to end Raw as well. Yeah, he might just be the uh, most over guy on the roster right now, maybe except for Cena. Yep, still Cena. So, which yeah, which. I mean, that was the end of Raw, so unless you want to cap anything off, we, we got SmackDown yeah, the next day, bubs. Yeah, let's go straight into SmackDown. And not as much on SmackDown. Granted, it is a, a shorter show, 
But um, a little bit of buildup. It was still a decent show. I liked the confrontation of AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, Bubs, which once again involved Shane McMahon taking a, a bump here to, to set up that oh, special. He loves to bump. That he man does. can bump even One into his best bumpers ever. 40s. And he's going to be the special referee. So this made me care a little bit more because Shane was putting on this. As Shane was talking, he was kind of telling AJ, you know, you don't touch me during this match. It kind of leads to some implications that Shane might get involved physically in the match in one way or another at SummerSlam. So how'd you like that segment? I really loved the segment. I loved how, you know, AJ, you know, it's just like, look, man to man, I just want to apologize. Didn't want to kick you. Shane's like, look, you don't ever have to apologize, you know, to me for that. However, if you put your hands on me again in that match, you know, I'm, well, he said, I'm going to put my hands all over you. Which, as he said that, I cringed. I was like, oh, not, not the greatest choice of words, but I get what he's, right. he's saying. Uh, he's he's going to be impartial, but he also won't be. You know, with refs in the WWE, they get a, a stiff wind, and they're down for, you know, call it the Earl Hebner effect. Yeah, yeah, a nice little forearm punch, and you're out for days. Yeah, and so Shane, you know, basically this is built, you know, just building it to booking it to where you know Shane's not going to be a ref where one of them can kind of push him and he's out for a while and they can do something nefarious. Yeah. Uh, I really liked how KO came out and said, "Look, Shane, I just want to shake your hand because I respect you. Uh, you're going to be an awesome ref, and you know I just want to show my respect to you." And Shane was like, "No, don't mm-hmm. shake my hand. Shake AJ's hand." And then that's when the little brawl commenced, and then boom. Super kick yeah. right to the the jaw of Shane, and Ke- Kevin Owens's face was priceless. I loved it. <laughs> I think we both we both agree that this leads to Shane McMahon in one way or another getting into the ring in a, in a following pay per view down the road after this, right? So it really against depends. Kevin Owens again, yeah, and likely it's Kevin Owens. But there's also been talk, and again, this is the internet talking, and I don't see this happening quite yet, but making Kevin Owens a full-on face again, where he's, I think, worse off. He think he's a much better heel, yeah. even though he gets face reaction, but if the... Well, that's if, just the landscape of WWE right now, of wrestling in general. No, I know, and it's it's the same way with all guys, especially guys like him that come up through the indie world a little bit and, and do some other stuff, but if we see Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon down the road, is it because Shane turns heel and maybe causes an AJ Styles loss here, which would make the crowd hate Shane McMahon? Is that is that an angle you see happening at SummerSlam? Uh, no, just because when Shane got into the ring, Shane is still... I, I talked about Braun being the most over person in general. Uh, him and Cena may be the two most over people on the roster. Shane is 100% the most over face figure in all of WWE. He still gets huge reactions. Uh, the crowd just always chants for him when he comes out. That I don't think uh, it would be a huge surprise, yes, but not right now. Okay. Either way it goes, I do think it's Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon in some capacity at the Survivor Series, though. And like I said last week, I think it's in a five-on-five style match, the typical um, elimination style match there as far as that happening. But we'll see because there's a lot of angles that could go either way. But we'll see. It's it's intriguing, I think. Yeah, as long as Shane doesn't take another uh, mid-air no, spear, no. He can't take I spear. think he'll be – yeah. Uh, the only other – interesting segment that happened or the only other interesting thing that happened on SmackDown uh, in my opinion other than the always entertaining Fashion Files yes yes the Fashion Peaks season finale yes loved it Uh, the Ascension are gluten free much like my wife apparently good for them Uh, I don't think they have the allergy that my wife has but Mm -hmm. you know they're good for them you know maybe maybe them leaving living a gluten-free lifestyle will help them win the tag team titles finally. Okay, so yeah, we uh, we had a little bit of that, and then we had the most important piece of SmackDown, though, yes. which started off with John Cena versus your boy Gender here, Bubs. Non-title Ooh, affair. I wouldn't throw your boy in my direction okay. uh, like that. I, I appreciate Gender and liked that they took such a bold step to put the title on him showed took a lot of guts for them for WWE to do that, but I've been kind of uh, are fairly underwhelmed 
with his title run, unfortunately. Okay, but nonetheless, he gets to he gets John Cena one on one here, face to face for the first time ever. It was a pretty cool one on one match, considering. What? You know, he kicked out of an AA. He did. He legitimately Who kicked out. Not kicks many out people. Of an it's AA. not. It's not really a protected move anymore, but not. It's really the best of the best that kick out of it, and he. I mean, he straight up kicked out of it. So, I mean, not many people get the super AA. And, yeah, and he uh, took he a super up, one. Yeah. And then, uh, like you said, this is the most significant thing that happened. Uh, Corbin comes running in to break up the uh, pin so he can beat up Cena, who's going to be his opponent on Sunday, uh, kind of softening him up. And then he, he walks away. He's like, okay, job done. I took care of Cena. But then he looks back, <clears throat> and he gives that look, and <clears throat> the crowd starts cheering. They can feel it. They yes. know exactly what's about to happen. And so he goes, and he sprints into the ring, cashes in his money in the bank, only to have Cena distract him and gender roll him up for the win. Bubs, the most important takeaway, I think, was how loud the crowd was when he handed off his briefcase officially to the ref, though. Because, well, you can say what we want about how they're booking him and how they made him drop the briefcase, but that briefcase gets a pop, regardless of whoever has it. When Sandow had it, the shit got a pop. So they need to maintain this somehow, and really, like, losses like this need to be very few and far between, I think. I think it works for the character, and, and this is going to go against what the internet's saying, what a lot of people are saying. Uh, I think this has the potential to be the best thing that they could do with Corbin. Uh, even better than him actually cashing in and winning. Because now you have a character, you know, this loner character, this heel, this aggressive guy. John Cena, who's his opponent on Sunday, just cost him the biggest opportunity of his entire life. Mm-hmm. A chance to win the WWE title. So this gives now, Corbin a chance to become an even more aggressive heel. He could become an absolute killer right now on the level of what Randy Orton was back okay. in the day. Uh, just this aggressive guy is just like, I, I'm imagining him just putting an absolute hurting on Cena, just a relentless hurting. And that could give Cena an excuse to uh, go away for a little bit that – uh, Corbin doesn't even have to win the match. He just is going to just beat the uh, snot out of out of uh, John Cena because of this. I love unpredictable booking, though. So that was the best part about SmackDown was that there's no chance the briefcase gets cashed in on a Tuesday night SmackDown, but it was, and it kind of threw right in the face of all of us. And booking said, and then there's no way that it gets cashed in, and it. It fails. Exactly, because it's a guaranteed win for the most part. Because it's against so, gender. It's right. gender so Mahal. Gender Mahal is like, oh. Yeah, you can easily lose. It's it's easy it, It's easy to see. But then you have John Cena playing his ace card that he always you know hangs around with, and then gender with a quick and easy roll-up. So, And Corbin played a he played a good part, too. As soon as he got rolled up and pinned, he, he started acting all crazy and you know pissed off, which can lend into this match at, at SummerSlam, I think. And uh, speaking of SummerSlam, I think now is a good time to uh, go ahead and jump into SummerSlam and kind of our predictions for what's going to happen. Because I want to kind of talk mm. about this Corbin Cena thing okay. uh, when we get into that. So, yeah. So, but what, I, what I'd like to do is I'm going to go down this list, and I want you to tell me your winner. And I okay. want you to tell me really if there's going to be any stipulation, like it's going to be dirty or it's going to be clean or anything added to, to the win okay. as we go through each of them, all right? And, Bubs, I want you to do the same thing. Okay. And we're okay. Gonna, can I, can I, you do that? I can do that, too, because, you know, okay. we're going we're gonna to count these wins here for both of us. Okay. So. And there's stipulation to this. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, so, so you want to count, uh, like, the overall? So whoever gets the most uh, matches right is yes. what we're kind of going with? Okay. Yeah. So we'll most, keep, most we'll matches right. Up. Okay. Add him up through the rest of the year until we get to the end of the year uh, WrestleMania, and then I will have oh, you do okay. something nonsensical and social media will <laughs> know all about it. Uh, I okay. Well, then I will be having you 
because uh, I'm going to be in New Orleans. Okay. Whether I'm going to be at WrestleMania or not, I will be in New Orleans. So I, th- I think it'll definitely be, you know, as we're trying to get interviews with wrestlers, I'm, I'm thinking of, I've got some ideas for when I beat you. Okay, we'll keep those for now so that you can just dream about them because they're unlikely to happen. So <laughs> okay. We'll go anyway, start, let's we'll, get let's get we'll on go and start this. off on this, and we're going to start with the pre-show, bub. So let's start with that cruiserweight yes. title. You got Akira Tozawa defending with Titus O'Neil against Neville. Which way are you going? Okay, so before Tuesday. I had already said that Neville, 100%, not even a question was going to win. Okay. Now that Akira Tozawa is the Cruiserweight Champion going into this, I am going to pick Tozawa to win just because I think Neville, it's going to be clean, just because I think Neville is going to move on to bigger and better things. Okay, and I am in 100% agreement with you. The only problem with pre-show matches is they're all going to be on time limit so that they can start the actual show on time. So there's no chance that we have a match of the night out of any of these matches, which this one could be maybe, but I'm going with Tazawa. But it's a two-hour pre-show, so you never know. You never know, but I'm also going with Tazawa, so hopefully Neville can move on to bigger and better things. So I'm in agreement with you there. All right. Okay, so next we're going to go with the New Day here, Big E, and it's going to be Xavier. As yes. the champions, they'll defend against the Usos. Uh, this one's actually pretty tough. Uh, I think that it it would be interesting if the Usos won and took the titles back. It would it would create a pretty good dynamic, have them switch back and forth between the two teams. But I think the New Day will win. Okay, this will be the match of the of the pre-show at least. I think another <laughs> pre-show stealer. Yeah, like right back used to be. Oh, gross. So I, I will also go with the New Day. I think this rivalry can also continue after this, though, because it's been pretty good. But um, not here, not a SummerSlam. Let's have the New Day retain, and uh, but hopefully it continues on, at least for another pay-per-view. So I'm with you right there as well. Okay, so, so two for two. So, yeah, so far. So now we're going to go the Hardy Boys, and they're going to be with Jason Jordan. They're going to go up against the Miz and the Miz Taraj, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas. Which way are you going? This one, to me, this one's a toss-up. Okay. Uh, they're doing a lot of, you know, they're trying to build Jason Jordan, you know, up right now. But the Hardys have been taking some losses lately. Yeah. And I think they're building to this broken Matt character that they've, they've been teasing it for a little bit now. I think they're going to be running with it soon. And I think them losing lends itself to that. So okay. I think the Mistarage is going to win. The Miz and the Miz. <sighs> Okay, I also think the Miz and the Miz. God Taraj. damn it! <laughs> I am. I'm all about me some Miz. That that. Tag the problem team, is we think too similarly. We, we really do. So this will be tough because I think Jason Jordan is going to find himself in that mid card scene with the Miz here soon, whether we want it or not. And I I am just waiting for the broken Hardy thing as well, but not now. I think the Miz and the Miz Taraj will get it in a dirty fashion. Maurice or some other way they'll they'll pin up and get a tag uh, a win over Jason Jordan and the Hardys bubs so I'm with you there and and I think it's one of the Hardys that takes the fall probably yeah, that's, Matt that's fine it can be Matt Hardy it doesn't doesn't matter not Jason Jordan though they got to kind of save him yeah. a little bit of face to move forward but so there's that one now let's talk uh, some raw tag team titles we'll get into the main yes. card here let's do Cesaro Sheamus they're defending against the Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose the the part of the Shield two thirds at least yes. so which way are we going here. I am thinking that Cesaro and Sheamus are going to retain, actually, because okay. I think it'll uh, lead. I think Rollins and Ambrose will beat them for the titles, but I think Cesaro and Sheamus uh, retain here, uh, which will help kind of build Ambrose and Rollins uh, to become a more cohesive team, hopefully in the future. Okay, finally, I will disagree with you. I will go the other way. Okay. I'm going with Ambrose and Rollins here. Good opportunity. This. The buildup on Raw was, I think, too good. So unless there's an actual turn by Dean Ambrose on Rollins, I don't see, which I don't think is likely, but again, possible. That's why I mention it. But going with, with two-thirds of the shield on this one, new tag champs here for Raw Bubs. Okay, not a bad pick. Okay, let's let's get John Cena and Corbin here out of the way. Let's talk this one. Good rivalry, though. It's, it's a decent rivalry. Cena's been beating up Corbin on the mic. Uh, Cena's just leagues and leagues ahead of someone like Corbin on the mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the ring, I th- Corbin still has a lot of room to improve. Don't think it's going to be a, a great match, but I th- I'm i going to pick Cena to win. Clean? 
Yeah, he... Ooh. Okay, this is where I'm going to go a little... I think he'll win, but Corbin will get himself disqualified. Because he'll just be too aggressive, yeah. and he'll just start... He'll do something to get himself disqualified. Okay. I will go the opposite of you on this one. I'm going to take Baron Corbin and in hopes that John Cena can try to get him over and keep him momentum going, even though he doesn't have the briefcase now. I don't know how the match will go, though. I'm really uncertain on whether or not it's going to be him using some dirty tactics and distractions to beat Cena, but I'm going to go with Corbin. just to. I just, just don't to... see Cena losing clean twice in the same no, month. No, and that doesn't, that's not ever going to happen, but I just got to think that they got to give Corbin something after what they took away from him, yeah. unless, they're, unless they're not about him whatsoever. So that's why yeah, I'm they could with be souring on him. We don't know right yeah. now. A lot of rumors going around. We'll see that one. So now uh, let's uh, well let's do Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. Let's cut to get that one out of the way. Which way are you leaning there, Bubs? Uh, I think I oh I think since they're bringing out the demon Finn, that Finn's going to win. But Bray's been booked pretty strong. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he won. But on pay per view, it's pretty safe bet to go against Bray Wyatt. Yep, I agree with you 100. percent I think the demon character thing will be. A thing, and that for some reason lends to Balor's credibility in some way. I don't know, but I think he'll be it'll it'll be clean in some fashion, and you know, I don't care about it though. But yeah, I'll agree with you, Finn Balor, on that one. Now let's go. To, let's do some shark cage here. You got Enzo yes. hanging above the ring, big show oh. and big cast, bubs. Well, I'm going with big cast. I think big cast is going to. Uh, I think. The club will get involved. Uh, I think he will beat Big Show, who's uh, one-handed at this point. Mm -hmm. And after the match, he will get a hold of Enzo and probably beat Enzo to the point where they... I think they're going to take him off TV for a little bit. And I think this will be a good way to get both Big Show and Enzo off of TV. Exactly what I was going to say. This is a great Uh, way to get Enzo off TV for a while so that they can get that backstage situation figured out and really figure out a way to go forward with Enzo or not go forward with him whatsoever. So I think Cass wins. There's no reason to let the Big Show win here. He gets nothing out of this. And you don't... He doesn't need anything either. No. And Cass needs this. I think a singles match at SummerSlam is huge against a Hall of Famer in the show. So let's give it to Cass. I don't think it'll be clean. It'll be something that'll have to happen here. Yeah. But uh, Big I, I Cass for sure. I think the club sure. gets involved. Okay. But then, yeah, Big Cass wins. Absolutely. Okay. Now something that has been not really built up too well, but I mean, big names here. Rusev versus Orton, Bubs. I like Rusev here. I don't think, right now, Orton, Orton's never really been in the business of uh, not putting people over. Mm. And so I think this would be another instance where Orton will put over someone like Rusev who really, really needs the rub right now. And so I think Rusev wins with an accolade. Maybe uh, maybe Orton passes out. I don't think Orton will tap. He can't tap, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Rusev wins, though. Okay, I wish Orton could have put over Wyatt at WrestleMania, but anyway. Uh, sorry. Well, they owed him that after what he went through uh, against Brock. So. Uh, so Rusev needs to gain something from this. He needs to get some good momentum to move up into the main event scene where I think he definitely belongs still and, and put him up there, so... I think this can be a good match. I'd like it to be clean in one way or another, but still not sure how it'll go. I'm going Rusev with you as well, Bubs, for sure. Okay. Now let's get uh, let's talk SmackDown Women's title here. Naomi, champion, defending against Natalia. Oh yes. I think I think Naomi will retain. Don't have a lot to go on on this one. Uh, it's only been built up for a couple weeks now. Uh, but Naomi's doing a really solid job as champ. I don't think they take the belt off of her right now. Okay, and I'm on the opposite of that one. I think this is Natalia's last legitimate big moment for WWE as in, as far as competitions go and big matches. So she'll get her last major win here at a big event like SummerSlam in a singles match at least. And, and she will beat Naomi and become the women's champion. And then, I mean, Naomi deserves to get it back in some fashion quickly. But Natalia for the win here. Okay, uh, solid pick. I could see it. I see what you're talking about, but I just don't think they'll pull the trigger on Natalia. I hope they don't. I would. I don't want to see her win, but yeah. I think that's that's the angle. So, okay. um, 
Let's now we're talking AJ Styles here, champion, United States version. Shane McMahon's the yes. referee. They're going against Kevin Owens. So, what's the what's the ending here, Bubs? I like how you said they are going against. I did. You like Kevin that? Owens? Uh, but I think AJ will retain. Uh, the belts flip flopped a couple times between the guys. One of them was really weird at the la- at battleground. Yeah, weird but finish. I think for sure AJ's going to come out on top. Shane's going to do something that'll. Uh, Possibly, I don't want to say screw over Kevin, but Kevin Owens will think that he was screwed over by Shane, which will lead to hostilities. Boom, built-in match for SummerSlam. Survivor Series. Damn yeah, it. I agree. We're definitely AJ Styles here. I think Shane McMahon has to play into the ending in some way or another just because he's in, because he's a special guest. It can't be clean. It can't be some stupid, dirty stipulation that ends it. So it's got to be Shane involved, and it should cause tension with Kevin Owens. So AJ Styles should retain in this one as well. I got you there. Now, Raw Women's title, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Bubs, pretty pretty good setup here. Uh, yes, my you, you know my boo is Alexa Bliss. Yep. Which is probably everyone's uh, wrestling crush. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I think I don't know. I feel like I don't feel like they want to put the title back on Sasha just yet. Uh, I'm going to go with Alexa retaining. I don't feel confident in that at all, but I think Alexa will retain, possibly with some outside interference. Okay, I think Nia has to play a part in this. I don't know exactly in which, which capacity yet. Maybe. DQ to allow Alexa Bliss to win. I think Alexa definitely leaves champion one way or another, but I think Nia has to be involved in this in one way. So Alexa Bliss also, Bubs, I'm with you there, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if it went to Sasha. I just don't think it's time to step away from Bliss yet. No, and she's been a very good champ. She is... um, She's been a fantastic performer, and I think she'll continue on. Okay. Now, before we get into the two main titles real quick, I want to transition to two more questions. We're going to talk the top two cards of NXT for Saturday. Asuka is defending her title against Ember Moon. Asuka is the longest reigning champion in the modern era now, aside from three-year runs by people like Hogan and Backlund from years ago. So does she finally lose here to Ember Moon? Is Ember Moon finally going to do it? Uh, See, that is... That's that's the million dollar question there, Bubs. Uh, I don't know if they've built it to the point where you can believably think that Ember Moon can or will beat Asuka. Uh, will there ever be a time, the perfect time to pull the trigger on Asuka losing? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just that good. Yeah. Uh, should she be brought to the main roster soon? Oh, absolutely. Uh, kind of like what they do what they've done with Shinsuke, but I I don't think that Asuka's going to lose, no. Okay, I am pulling the Ember Moon trigger now. Okay. I think that the goal of, whether it was intentional or not, to get Asuka this longevity of a, of a title reign, it's now been surpassed, so she has that to her record, so why not try to create Ember Moon and build up the NXT Women's Division which needs to be a little more built up. So if Oscar were to leave, it would definitely hurt it. But I think now's the time. The The event is huge, Bubs. This is Brooklyn 3. So You're right. This is the best time for the, the best opportunity, even though I don't think Oscar should ever lose. She has been booked so great since she, became, since she came to NXT. So, and, and I think her losing would be such a huge, uh, momentous occasion. Mm-hmm. I think the crowd will react accordingly. Yeah. And if it, uh, right now Ember Moon's the best choice to take it off of Asuka, without a so, doubt. Right, so I'm pulling the Moon card here, and we'll see. But again, I wouldn't be surprised, obviously, if Asuka just walks over here. But also, Bobby Roode, NXT title against McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, Bubs, which way? Drew Galloway, time? Drew McIntyre, whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. he has been a man possessed mm. over the, since he's left WWE. He's absolutely uh, become an amazing uh, performer. He's found himself, I guess you can say, 
from his days of 3MB. Yes. How... <laughs> what? Gender's champion. That's, all, that's why I was <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and I'm sitting here in my head going, Galloway's the only person who hasn't... Like, Slater... Slater had success. Was, I mean, he was a tag team champion. Yeah, and he got over. Gender is hmm. the champ. If, Gal, if Galloway wins... All members of 3MB, after yes. they've disbanded, have become WWE, uh, have won championships in WWE. Okay, uh, so you're pulling on the Drew McIntyre card I th- now. I think, I think, yeah, I'm going with Drew McIntyre, Galloway, whatever. I don't... It is Drew McIntyre they, now. Okay, they're calling but, him McIntyre again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going with McIntyre. Okay. Yeah, I me think, too. I think it's a great time for Rude to lose. But he might stay at the top of the card. I don't think it's time to move him up yet, but... It's a good time here. Like I said, the event. It's a big event. Yeah, and McIntyre has been... He's so over. The crowd loves him. Yep. He's hes earned his spot back in the WWE and uh, in a in some kind of main event capacity, whether it's main event of NXT or whatever. he He's earned it. He deserves it. I see him winning. For sure. So we're, we're going to count those two for this uh, total tally as well. So... Now we'll okay. move back. We'll move back to the top of the card for SummerSlam. Chose the same. Actually, I know I chose Oscar. Okay. You, you took Oscar, yeah. So uh, now uh, SmackDown version here, WWE Championship. Jinder Mahal. He'll have the Singh brothers with him against Shinsuke. Bubs. That's the wild card there. It um, is. And I'm glad they've done this because I'm sitting here thinking like, there's no way Shinsuke loses to Jinder, but the Singh brothers make it. You they've know, been there that, in every match. Yes. And if they caused Shinsuke to lose, the crowd would be beside themselves. Mm. However, I said it last week, and I'm sticking with it. Shinsuke Nakamura will win. Won't get cashed in on, like I said. Nope. But if you remember, I said Shinsuke would win, Corbin would cash in, and Corbin would not win his cash in. I said last week, I don't think Corbin... Corbin's a character that he would cash in and not win the title. So it will give you a half a point in some regard for that because you were partially okay. right. I so, appreciate that. Yeah, I I'll wasn't. Take what I, I wasn't a hundred percent last week like you were about Shinsuke, but I am now for some reason. I know the Singh brothers will play a part, but I think they they now's a good time to give Shinsuke at least his. If it's his only, then do it now. Give him his WWE championship and let him let him hold it and. I, I mean, now's a good time to, to make maybe gender step down a bit because, again, you said underwhelmed. I've also been a little underwhelmed with it. Been a great heel, but I want a little bit more out of the WWE champion, so give it to a guy who can barely speak English, I guess. Maybe isn't the best answer, but Shinsuke. True, but Shinsuke, he's, so he's so good in the ring, so I'm going with Shinsuke 100% on this one. This is the one I'm actually most confident about, even though I still think the Singh brothers could easily fuck him over, but... That's been the, the call for way too long now that they've been involved. So give me Shinsuke. Yes, I agree. Shinsuke, 100%. Uh, okay. I think it would get a huge pop if he took out the Singh brothers and then beat Gender. Oh, God. Like, he took out the Singh brothers. Gender goes for the Kalash. He counters it and hits him with the Kinshasa. That's how I see it. I'd love to see it. So now we're now we're at the top card here, bubs. Last, of, last there one. There it is. Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar will have Paul Heyman with him, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman. Where are we going and how's it ending, more importantly? I am about to blow your mind, uh, possibly. Okay. And I swear to God, if you have the same thought uh, as I do, I am thinking, due to possible interference from a certain manager that will be out at ringside. Are you ready for this? I like where you've started so far, so yeah, I'm ready. Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh, okay. What's yes. the, what's, give me the angle, though, Bubs. Give me the finish, then. I think because Paul's been saying that when Brock, if Brock loses, he's leaving WWE. Mm-hmm. I think... And I know for a fact WWE is not going to pull the trigger on this, but I just I'm feeling it. I came up with this while we were talking about the Raw segment. Okay. I've completely changed my stance on this. Roman and Heyman joined forces. Wow. 
Okay. Yes. So even though that Paul... is my bold pick, that's wow. my wild card pick through the entire card. Uh, I know it's not going to happen, but dear God, how amazing would that be? Because Roman hasn't been talking much uh, these last few weeks. This build up to SmackDown, he's just been he, all know, business. Right? He has all been fist. quiet. And I think that leads to, you know, this turn by Heyman. Okay, because Paul has said that if Brock loses the title, that they both leave. So he would leave as well, is what he stated. Yes, so, but we, I think he changed. That is possibly leads Brock to a false sense of, you know, well, if hmm. I'm Heyman wouldn't do anything to screw me over because if I lose the title, yeah, he's gone too. Okay, but not if he aligns himself with someone else. I like what I like what you're doing because, like I said, my my pick last week after we got done talking, I was certain I was going with Roman Reigns. And however, and since last week happened, it was a lot of highlighted Braun Strowman and a lot of highlighted Brock Lesnar. They were there together, and they okay. were the main part of the card. So my pick is no longer the certainty of Brock Lesnar retaining. Nor is it oh. Braun Strowman's card being pulled yet to pull the trigger. Nor I swear to God. is it Roman Reigns, though. Okay. It, it is last week's Dark Horse that you and I agreed on. Really? Of Samoa Joe. Because he has I been like he's been sitting in the gray area. He's been vocal a little bit, but he's also sat back and done some quiet shit. So I love that you're picking Reigns. Bubs, I would love it. I would take the fucking loss if it's if it's Roman Reigns winning. I would love it. But Give me Samoa Joe here. Give me Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe feud going forward. That would be so good. I Such a good feud. Those that. two are so good. But I am picking Samoa Joe to leave SummerSlam as the new Universal Champion, which, I mean, Brock's going to be protected. He's not taking the loss. I think Roman takes the pin in my case, or he just falls asleep. But I'm going Samoa Joe, Bubs. Okay, and I'm taking Roman with the pin on Brock. Spear? Yes. Okay. So Brock takes Heyman, the loss. Heyman does something. Yes. Like okay. I think I like this that. Is, it's SummerSlam. It's a huge card. Nothing would make this card even bigger. So if you let's think about this for a second. Roman Reigns, a Paul Heyman guy. Can you imagine the, the yes. merchandise? <laughs> How good would that pairing be? Like oh, I, be no. I believe Roman Reigns as a big time top star badass. Mm-hmm. Like when I was, I rewatched WrestleMania, and his entrance just—it felt so big. Like um, it felt big time. I would love that because that's so. Un he has it. It's so unbelievably far fetched to even think of that. I would <laughs> no, love I'm it. No, I'm so stupid. No, but I if am they so did stupid it, for this. if they did it, then you you win the the rewards for this, bub. So I love that you're going yes. that way. It's super aggressive. Don't get me wrong. It is. Ah, so, uh, so such a terrible idea on good, my part. Good but. pick though. Really good. Uh, really good predictions here on a right now. It looks to be a mediocre plus card at best, but I'm trying okay. to be hopeful. Um, I was I was gonna ask you before we signed off mm -hmm. your final thoughts on how you expect SummerSlam to be. I expect it to be underwhelming for what SummerSlam should be. I think okay. the main event will blow the roof off. I think something has to happen Absolutely. there, like if like a Roman win. I do think that happens. Aside from that, I expect so excited. I expect good match work from AJ Styles and Roman Reigns, but really, like maybe some tag team work that's good. But aside from that. I'm not going to like much of what goes on, I think. And if Shinsuke wins, I'll be really happy. But I expect to be underwhelmed, but I'm trying to be positive going into this. I am not excited for this card in the slightest. Okay. But I am so pumped for that main event. And that's really I think what this the most important thing. One really of the best be. main events that we've gotten all year. Yep. And how often do we get to see Fatal 4-Ways at major events for major championships, right? So with, with four of the... With four... Of the best guys right now. Mm -hmm. And I love that we can All say that about Braun guys. now. Braun is legitimately top card. I know. He's so good. Every week, all <sighs> we talk about is we rave about Braun and just how good he's gotten. This will be good. So if you are listening to this now or before SummerSlam, stay in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook because we're going to be doing updates. We're going to be talking about it. Hopefully doing some mark out stuff like the wrestling freaks that we are. So... Hoping that this thing really pops, Bubs, because I think it has potential, but not as much as other cards do. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I will be live tweeting during the show at CAE Wrestling. Uh, we will also be answering any kind of questions and kind of you know talking to you guys on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, just look up collar and elbow with the and signed wrestling. Uh, and I mean we're we love these big pay per views. We're excited to see what's going to happen. Hopefully some big. Uh, Big things happen for us at SummerSlam. Just you know, get in the conversation with us. We can't wait to hear you know what you think about SummerSlam. What are your predictions for SummerSlam? Maybe you know, get together. We can you know have a running tally with the fans. You know, mm-hmm. maybe one pay per view. Me and you will come up with uh, predictions together and go against you know kind of the the bubs uh, of the world. The bubs you know, out there. Yeah. Uh, we're happy to be part of Bub Nation. Uh, happy to have you guys with us. Uh, you can find us, you know, share share our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Uh, find us on Facebook. Share our page. Uh, find us on Twitter. You know, share our Twitter. Get in the conversation with us. Can't wait to hear from you. Tell us your predictions for SummerSlam. How you think the show is going to turn out. What you're most exciting about because this show is based around you. The fans. This isn't about us. This isn't for us to be famous. It's for us to, you know, talk about our passion, which is pro wrestling, and to share it with you guys in the Bub Nation. Uh, together, we can make wrestling great again. And as always, we do this, just like I said, and I'll say it always, always and forever. We do this for the love of wrestling.